about it. TV2, you're gonna scream and shout it. TV2, just sit back and relax. It's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast. TV2. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to TV Tunes for another episode. Uh, Woo! <laughs> uh, ironically, we're not doing DuckTales, even though we do even have woos at the top of the seat. We started with a double woo. We did. Uh, it's on our mind, though, because DuckTales has been great mm-hmm. for the new season and just rewatching old stuff. You know what? I actually don't know how I feel about the new season, but that's for another time. Ooh, that's hot for take. another time. Hot, hot take. take. Ben Schwartz is not coming on this show. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry, Ben. I love Ben. <laughs> uh, we all do, but not on this show. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Folks, yeah. today we're talking about Animaniacs. Uh, what everybody's favorite show. Everybody's favorite, or at least it should be. Uh, a show yeah. from 1993. Yes. Um, <laughs> Way to date check that right <laughs> before. Us. Um, I'm sure you knew it though, because you are an encyclopedia of, kind of. all animation. Um, joining us this week, yes. David, take the lead, please. Um, a real, real awesome get for us. I, I had to check with her people, see see if she was available. You're meeting her for the first time, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, we've never met before, and yet she's also my fiance. Heather Woodward is here. <laughs> oh, hi, hello, hello. Welcome. Um, I have a hard out in 32 minutes. Okay, great. Uh, sh- Okay, Great. we'll yeah, deal with we'll it. Okay, cool. um, so like two minutes per episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Um, yeah, we're talking about the first ten episodes of uh, Animaniacs today. Yeah. Which and I, yes, and you're you're a very big fan. Big big time, long time like, fan. I feel like your whole family is. Is that? Yeah, my my family. Your two brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. And the psychiatrist that raised us. Excellent. Uh, uh, now bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my family is also really into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and it started just because my parents. You know, this came out in the '90s. I was young, and they were always just sort of in the background if we were watching TV, mm-hmm. and it caught their ears and realized, oh my gosh, this is really funny, and these people are really talented. And yeah. my family is also a big uh, musical theater family. A hundred percent of my family does musical theater, and this show is so musical theater driven. Yeah, uh, and so it's it feels like it was made with the most specific cross-section of influences designed for the Woodward family. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Um, I did read in the trivia that Steven Spielberg pushed for them to have, like, one original song in every episode. That's Mm. so cool. uh, Which is amazing. Yeah. And they're all played with a full orchestra. It just doesn't happen anymore. And it sounds amazing. Just really well-written, too. Like, I didn't notice until, Mm. like, re-watching it. Like the whole, um, it's one of the later episodes with uh, the cat and the dog. Um, oh, with oh, Rita yeah. and yeah, with Rita and what's his name? An embarrassing confession I have is <laughs> <clears throat> while we were watching it, I was like, "That's a pretty good Bernadette Peters impression." And Heather gave me a look, and she was like, "Oh, the, you don't you mean know Bernadette Peters? That is Bernadette <laughs> Peters." Yeah, David so sincerely asked if if. They were intentionally doing a Bernadette Peters impression, <laughs> and I, I stared at him for a long, cruel moment. <laughs> oh God, that was the, almost the end of this that was, yeah. engagement. Yeah. And wow. even worse, she almost threatened to not be on the podcast. Yeah. Oh God. But you're not wrong to be surprised <laughs> by that. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, That's yeah, a pretty Tony big winner Bernadette Peters yeah. was doing this insane show just yeah. for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. 
I think it was her that they were talking about in one of the pieces of trivia that they're just like, they wrote her out because they couldn't afford to keep hiring her for it. Uh, yeah, uh, that makes which, sense. Yeah, no, I can see her outgrowing this. Um, Especially Bernadette Peters in the 90s. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. yeah. At the height of all sorts of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got into it right off the bat when it came on. Yeah, I actually remember the day I fell in love with Animaniacs because I was an enormous Tiny Toons fan. I wanted to be Babs. Mm -hmm. I watched every single episode. I was obsessed. And it it came on, I want to say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon because that would be right when when I would be walking through the door from school. Mm -hmm. And it was always, I'm going to watch Tiny Toons. And then there was some stuff that came on after that I cared about less. But Mm -hmm. So I'd watch Tiny Toons. And then one day I came home and it Tiny Toons was bumped for this new show, and I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> and then as I, I watched that first episode with my arms crossed, <laughs> and then minutes into it, it was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's even better. <laughs> oh, my God. This whole title sequence explains everything that's going to happen yeah. <laughs> and their entire really backstory. Uh, yeah, no, this that was This also was a cartoon... Uh, with an origin story, I mean, like, like the, the reason this cartoon exists is simply because Tiny Toons was a, a success, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, Tiny Toons crew, what's another idea you have? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the most inorganic uh, hit. That's also apparently how Batman the Animated Series came about. I don't Same Tiny Toons crew. They were like, <laughs> what else you got? Uh, people like worked. Batman, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but they like for this. Apparently, they came up with like three different characters that were named very similar to like it was like Yaki, Wacky, and like yeah. something and else. Did yeah, and it was they're just like no, that's too much like Ducktales. Yeah, uh, they wanted <laughs> it to be a spinoff for uh, what's the duck's name in Tiny Toons? Plucky. They wanted it to be like Plucky. <laughs> And his, like, duck nephews. And then they were like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. We're stealing this directly from Disney. Yeah, that's just DuckTales. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, they made a good choice. Yeah. Uh, Also, I love that there was an episode where it, like, specifically addresses in a song what they are. That's so... And does not answer. Or what they aren't. Yeah. That was... That's long. I I realized that, like, the first episode, I'm just like, wait, I still have no idea what these guys are. Yeah, and they never land on it. No. No. Uh, Which is perfect. They're puppies, if they're anything. Kinda. Kinda. Like I was looking at it, I'm just like, oh, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Goofy. But then I'm like, uh-huh. wait, this is a different universe. I can't yeah. do that. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what they are, and yeah. I'm just gonna accept it. Yeah. Um, what you were saying about this being a very specific, uh, like cross section of influences, I think is very true, and to me is part of why I'm kind of rewatching it, amazed that it. A exists and B was such a big hit mm. because it's a cartoon for kids with some pretty old timey and specific uh, references. Mm-hmm. Oh, that episode where they like try to learn manners to go to that like to go to that special occasion where they have the Japanese investors, which yeah. is <laughs> in itself like a premise from Seinfeld. Yeah, it's yeah. a premise from like older like sitcoms. Yeah. Um, just seeing every cameo in that. I'm, Seriously. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm pretty averse at culture, uh, at pop culture, and I recognize everything, but I'm just like, I would not have gotten half of these yeah. at, like when I was that young. Yeah. And 
now it automatically makes sense why this didn't work with kids and why <laughs> like adults and teenagers loved the show. Yeah. But kids did not. Did like, it not? Into it. Did it not go it? well? That's why they canceled it. Like I read, I was reading the trivia last night, and it's just like. They canceled it because invest like the people who were backing it were just like we can't sell things to kids because little kids aren't watching it. Uh, it's mm. just teenagers and like adults, and I'm just like I would have bought stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I wanted Yakko Wacko and Dot yeah, stuff. Yeah, I yeah I got merch at home. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got a Dot barrette nice. that I kept because I'm a genius. Have you gone as Dot for Halloween? No, because I um, this coming year I couldn't figure out the face. Mm-hmm. I, I've toyed with the idea of being her for Halloween a lot, and I was like, oh, if I couldn't get that face right, I'd be bummed. But I also think figuring out how to do it on myself would make me look terrifying. True. <laughs> um, but now that I told you that her face is based off of the Warner Brothers sign, gives just me a get little a cardboard cut out and just put it over your face. <laughs> yeah. And then just model everything over yeah. that. It could work. Yeah. yeah. I loved them. I had, a, I had an album. I still have a, a CD that is specifically... Uh, songs. Specifically songs <laughs> uh, featuring music. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, specifically songs about places. Uh, oh, so like from all of, yeah. Wacko's America and mm-hmm. Yakko's World are in there. I like that they did the updated um, Yakko's World. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was all in one take, from what I heard. Yeah. Which is insanity. That's a madman. Yeah. yeah. A madman. <laughs> um, you guys, let's start off with this uh, uh, crazy first episode. Yeah, okay. Um, which has Dr. Scratch and Sniff as like the main character. Yeah. Uh, which is ridiculous to me, just rewatching this. Yeah, it is crazy to think that one of the main characters on this kid's show is a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yep. A crazy one. Uh, yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, it was just so weird seeing, like, how they just explained everything and just psychoanalyze them and how just insane they were. Yeah, and to say it's the studio's psychiatrist, that is also, <laughs> like, a very deep-cut sort of sort of wink at Hollywood to put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised this didn't work with kids. I'm going to keep <laughs> saying that over and over again because yeah. Jesus the, Christ. The, work with this kid. Yeah. The opening thing that shows their backstory in black and white, mm-hmm. there's a quick shot of uh, the old animation building mm-hmm. and it's labeled Termite Terrace, <laughs> uh, which is what they actually referred to it back then because uh, it was full in of termites. such r- rough shape. Yeah, but that's <laughs> where they made Bugs Bunny cartoons for years. They <laughs> affectionately referred to it as Termite Terrace. Sure. Um, but that, like, that nerdy reference right out the gate is very telling of how heavily influenced all of this is by the classic Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's a cool, like, update on what those cartoons were, which is really just, like, a string of gags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, characters being insane and, like, a, a sort of Marx Brothers agenda where, like, they're Very only sort of, Brothers. Yeah. sort of sticking it to, like, s- like snooty upper-class... person in authority. Especially, yeah. like, the candy store, like, yeah. episode. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yakko the Willy is, Wonka one. is almost entirely Groucho. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. <clears throat> and all the sort of winks to the audience. And I mean, that's a very Bugs Bunny thing, too, but, yeah. but the very he's, meta... He's part Groucho, part Bugs. Yeah. The more and more I think about this, the more and more I realize that this just feels like... 
they're just like, okay, make a spinoff. And they're just like, let's just make something that we'll get and mm-hmm. other adults in this industry will probably get to. Yeah. Uh, or just other fans of pop culture. And fuck kids. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're just oh, making God. this for us. Yeah. Nothing feels more in the fuck kids vein than good feathers. That is the craziest premise. Oh, they made, they made I a loved fu- it. Oh. They made two B. Arthur jokes making a naked calendar. <laughs> That is not for kids. No. Yeah. No, kids don't know who B. Arthur is except for me because I grew up watching TV Land. Yeah, same. And that was, thank you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was for uh, us children me. who were like 20 years older than we were. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, no, I grew up with F Troop and. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. F Troop. F Troop. I thought that Dick Van Dyke was my father for several years yeah. and was oh. supremely disappointed when he wasn't. Um, but yeah, that. Yeah. I also, as a kid, watched Marx Brothers mm-hmm. movies, which most other kids weren't doing. <laughs> so I was like, Abbott and Costello. So yeah. this, that's, that's a good one. This hit you more with Yeah. Yeah. Because they were just right off the Marx Brothers. They yeah. really were. Yeah. Uh this is crazy. The like the wordplay <laughs> stuff is also very much like it's a dated style of humor. Yeah. Um well so. I maybe less so though at that time in the nineties. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I think so. It wor- It still worked. It was very, like, the amount of slapstickiness, like, mm-hmm. made it fun with kids. Yeah. And that was enough to, like, keep kids, like, interested who didn't get all the references. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like Samurai Jack, because Jack had, like, the action to keep kids interested, but it had, like, super deep, like, ideas and concepts they were getting into of yeah. just, like, yeah. death and murder and, like... <laughs> Uh, giving up your life to save an entire human species. Yeah, a lot of death and, and murder in Animaniacs. Oh, yeah. Uh, or should have been. Definitely. Should have been. That's uh, if, if only, then they wouldn't have gotten canceled. Yeah, no, if they had straight up uh, murdered. Can we, talk, can we talk about Wacko? Uh, all the time. Always. So My he's, favorite He's Animaniac. a British... <laughs> he's kind of doing Ringo. Don't think about it. Yeah. He is Ringo, essentially. Yeah. Uh, they were yeah. going to do Tom, or, uh, Tom Lennon. Uh, they were going to do John Lennon instead originally, and they're just like, no, he's shorter, so we'll go with Ringo, <laughs> um, which is so weird to think about. He's got the backwards hat and the baggy shirt to be like, like arguably the most contemporary mm-hmm. looking, but mm-hmm. then, he, then he sounds like he's from Liverpool. <laughs> He's nothing a, makes sense. Nothing makes sense at the time. I, I just accepted it, but looking at it now, I'm like, well, what a bunch of str- like a hodgepodge of very specific yeah. choices. I think more than him looking contemporary, it's supposed to make him look like the youngest. Oh, it it feels like he was the youngest and just like the hippest. Yeah, like I don't know. I always liked uh, Wacko most. Really? Yeah, because uh, he was just so goofy, yes. like. Everything yeah. that he did was just nonsensical and just... Yeah, very, he was Harpo. Yeah, it was great. Um, um, the uh, Who are your favorites? I'm jumping ahead. Well, I'm, I'm partial to Dot. Yeah. Because girls. Because of stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. because I'm, I'm filling expectations. Thank um, you, thank you. That's <laughs> what we try to do on this podcast. Um, yeah, no, I just loved her. I, 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 just, I was just also into any sassy... Everybody related to whoever they thought they were closest to. Yeah. Right, Yakko? I, oh, it might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Yakko was so funny. This was the first time... Yakko is the character type that I used to like lean towards mm-hmm. in terms of what I liked. Yeah. Th- but this was the first time 
maybe not the first time, but at the beginning of realizing that like, oh, people are writing girl characters that could be sasses too. Like yeah. that's why I like Babs so much too. Is yeah. she's she's sassy, but uh, yeah, Babs was great. Uh, I love anything that like showed us baby versions of yeah. like tunes, like Muppet Babies too. Was, yep. Mm-hmm. Listen, not many people liked Muppet Babies. I did. Listen, people with good taste did. Uh, <laughs> like I really O'Connell deal with it and Matt Manser. Uh, I think like people liked um, just like the Muppets. Like mm-hmm. if you got into the show. Mm. Like it's hard to like m- like Muppet Babies, and on the rewatch it holds up weird. Yeah, really? no, it's yeah. very strange. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if I can rewatch Rugrats too, but uh, yeah, it, it that might be weird. Yeah, I also really loved it, but it's that one also makes me feel a little weird. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. We'll f- we'll find out because <laughs> we're gonna have to do Rugrats Probably. sometime soon. Uh, we already have somebody on the books for it, too. Oh, we so, do? Yeah, we do. Oh, great. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll bring this up at that point, too. Okay, great. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this also, like, I didn't know that Hello Nurse came up immediately in this first episode, God, too. right out the gate, they're like, and here's everyone's catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, no, Hello Nurse still is, but I'm trying to repress it. Like, the highest compliment that I can pay to a woman still. <laughs> Uh, and I'm trying to bring it up to like 2017 standards sure, to be more sure. respectful. Yeah, I. But that's how I grew up. Good evening, nurses. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember uh, who, but somebody was recently talking to Animaniacs with me and and said they were like, "Oh yeah, but the sexism in the show." And I, it hadn't occurred to me. Just I think as a kid, yeah. Especially at that time, mm-hmm. we were not so woke yet, but. <laughs> I don't know if I'm trying to just defend a show I love or or not, but I I can't put my finger on it. I I want to say all that is more satirical than not. Yeah, it feels it feels in keeping with what they're doing of like these are classic cartoon characters, so mm-hmm. they're being very Tex Avery about seeing women. Yeah. Yeah, you know and I mean? and that that one character who always is the nurse and then she yeah. sort of becomes the stock hot woman for all yeah. things. She yeah. always is drawn like a blonde Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. If uh, Dot weren't there to just sort of like point to them. Call and it be out like, and boys yeah. are stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she calls them out a lot, but then also she does it a lot, which I always thought was really cool. I which was always really into that she's always kissing people on the mouth. And Listen, <laughs> as long as we can have a one for one like harassment policy. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You know what does not hold up is her love for uh, <clears throat> Mel Gibson. Oh no! Oh, whoops, no, we no. didn't know at the time. We all yeah, but I yeah, I don't know if I'm trying to explain away something that was. Listen, we're in the all background. trying to defend it. No. Yeah, <laughs> problematic, but um, but I do. I'm I, look and saying it's satirical and maybe they were doing something knowingly doesn't is not the same as saying it worked. Yeah, but well it. To def- to <laughs> to defend it again, <laughs> um, it, like it was always intended, sort of like as a complimentary, like that it turned men into just idiots yeah. that were just led around stupidly. Because I yeah. mean, like that would have been how they would have caught them every episode, yeah. <laughs> or at least like the boys, where it's just like the nurse would have been like, "Oh, hey guys, come with me up to the tower," and they would have gone. <laughs> uh, or they could have just called Prince, and that would have gotten Dot up there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah no, it's very strange. Yeah. Like it's just 
showing us apparently that attractive people make us stupid, <laughs> and yeah. we should not do Which everything is an that they tell life us. Important life lesson for children. Yeah. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, Jensen. and I think because they're like definitely kids, mm-hmm. they're and and something not human people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That like I think about that. It comes up in writing sketch comedy sometimes when it's yeah. like, ooh, is this, am I accidentally crossing over into like, like some sort of triggering territory? Just yeah. Like, but, but when you, when you can get characters as far apart in terms of type, you mm. sort of protect, the comedy comes up a little bit and you can kind of protect yourself yeah. as from long accidentally as saying something you're not trying to say. Right. Very true. As long as, like, I'm fine with it if it crosses into bestiality. Uh, <laughs> well, we don't, luckily, we don't know what animals they are. So, yes. Uh, Ugh, like, ambiguous bestiality yeah. is fine with me. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Can I edit this out? Nope. Um, nope. nope. Staying forever. Come on, like I edit anything. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, Let's jump to this weird Goodnight Moon parody, which is how they end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really interesting thing where <clears throat> Goodnight Moon is... Or, or it's called Nighty Night Tune. Yeah. With an amazing impression of, of like the Winnie the Pooh voiceover actor. Uh, yeah. that might actually be Jim Cummings. Really? Yeah. Because oh. he, he did a lot of voices on the show. Oh, you're right. Um, Steven Spielberg it might feels just like be he him. called in a lot of like favors. This is an amazing <laughs> point yeah. in history where Spielberg was like, what if I become the next Walt Disney? <laughs> it yeah. is him. I definitely looked this up it's already. Yeah. And right, then he's like, what if I ruin some of my best properties? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's, that's the Spielberg we know today. <laughs> yes. Um, but th- this kind of blows my mind because this is the first episode. We don't know all of these characters yet, but... Uh, they showcase everybody. Yeah, Nighty Night Tune uh, is kind of written as if we should know who they are already. I feel like it's sort of like... Get ready, because you're going to remember these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to love this song, and you're going to see these people later on. Who is Skullhead? Oh, Mr. Skullhead? Yeah. He comes back later on. I think he's a doll that Mindy has. Yeah. At some point. Okay. And his head falls off a lot. Yeah. That's all I remember. Um, but he's also a person. <laughs> sure. Of course. Okay. Well, He's yeah. a dead person. I want to say, like, in seasons later, he, he has a segment. He does. Good I idea, bad yeah. idea. I think he's sort of like yeah yeah is that oh yeah yes right I think he was kind of like that um, Tunsis or like Mr. Bill kind of character yeah yeah all right he got killed a lot yeah because he could handle it because he Cause could he's a skeleton yeah. yeah he's already dead he's also a crossover from Over the Garden Wall from that one pumpkin <laughs> yeah he's uh, he's not wearing his vegetables yet but I wonder if some of these segments got <laughs> scrambled I Maybe. mean obviously they're not they're they're not making them. Yeah. Necessarily in order. Yeah, so. maybe. Yeah. Which is uh that being said though, like stuff in <clears> the <throat> in the uh preceding episodes, they they do sort of like have introductory episodes yeah. for or introductory like segments. Like like we learn how that one guy becomes a good feather. Yeah. We see uh they did do that was surprising to see backstory <laughs> like yeah. for all of these. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, like uh, when Rita met Runt was a whole origin yes, story. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy, but it's great. It's um, interesting. The Lame Miz episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting oh, to think about which ones needed an origin, whereas like Pinky and the Brain, we just jump right into it. Oh, yeah. Smart and Dumb Mouse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Easy peasy. Lenny and the other one from A Vice of Men. <laughs> uh, uh, Lenny oh, and Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> that episode got crazy. 
Yeah. This whole show, I forgot how crazy this show yeah, was. It's insane. And it's wonderful. Um, wow, these aired like back to back every day. Oh yeah. Original air date September 13, That's a lot 14, of 15. That's so yeah, no. much. They okay. just like let's go, Netflix Let's move on this. to number two, folks. Yes, uh, Yakko's World, which is one of the best songs that's ever. That yeah. That song is crazy. Yeah. It's insanity. Um, and helped me learn some countries' names when yeah. I was a kid. I didn't know where any of them were for the most part because there was a very small like screen that he was pointing at. Yeah. Um, is this the one he did in one take, or is it the universe one? I don't know. Either one would be impressive. Yeah. Because uh, that's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's a very impressive song, both the lyrics <coughs> and his vocal performance. Yeah. It, it's yeah. crazy. It's a crazy song. It's wonderful. That, that they just like casually throw into the show. I wonder if he's just like, okay, I got to get out of here in like 20 minutes. So um, I'm just, yeah. just play it. I'm so going to get this. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's insanity. Cookies for Einstein was also pretty crazy, too. Uh, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, about my first time I saw it, I don't, I don't think I saw the first episode when you it li- aired live. I think this was it, because I remember so you seeing Yakko before. sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I remember Yakko singing uh, uh, Yakko's World and seeing this, this map thing happening. And I distinctly remember the visceral feeling of like, Ugh, an educational thing, <laughs> and, but then it was fun and charming and and funny. Yeah, and I was like, mm, okay, okay. And then by the end, I was okay. I was in. Yeah, okay. I was really surprised at how much it tried to teach you. Yeah, like yeah. rewatching this again, I'm just like, oh, you're teaching people who Einstein is and giving them a weird way at showing them how E equals MC squared yeah. got created, and it was all by the Acme company, that apparently, is, and dyslexia. So crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was good. Um, so many good, like, impressions, too, for all of these. Oh, it's, yeah. It's interesting, too, uh, th- this is maybe, like, an exception to the rule that they, like, they fuck with a, a snooty intellectual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with Einstein, they, like, fuck with him, but then also end up, like, they're kind of fucking with him in a way where they're like, but we're trying to help. You yeah. know what I mean? And they in the only that. way that they can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love, oh man, I love in the writing of so many of these episodes that there's no like, they're time travelers or anything like, nope, it's just yeah. what if we did yeah. this and they were also there. They're timeless. <laughs> yeah, which is also very Marx brothers Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, that was great that they just, they don't care. Like They're yeah. just like, okay. Now we're going to meet Einstein. Yep. It'll be fine. Yep. Um, there was a small moment that I liked where they're, I don't remember the context, they're fucking with uh, Einstein in some way, and and they're like, all right, well, would you like this Chia pet? And <laughs> Einstein is like, oh, look at that, it grows hit. No, stop it, no. <laughs> 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 they, like, they give him a little moment where they like they almost got him with that Chia yeah. pet. Also, so boy. Tempted. The 90s loved Chia Pets. 90s love, yeah. Cross promotion, guys. Yeah. Got to get those kids buying Chia they Pets. They were really happening. Uh, almost bought that Obama one. Oh. Oh. R.I.P. No, oh, R.I.P. <laughs> no, Obama Chia presidency. Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Win Big was also pretty crazy with Pinky and the Brain just showing how big they'll go. Yeah. Like oh, out yeah. of the gate with like the robot that he creates. This is yeah. an awesome introduction to Pinky and the Brain. Again, like they didn't, it wasn't necessary to do an origin story. They just no. were like, here's one of their yeah. their adventures. 
And the fact that they could just jump in is just like, oh, okay, I see why this got its own show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because people were just automatically on board yeah, with... Yeah, it's such a clear, simple, refillable premise. Yeah. It makes sense that this is the one that took off and got its own spinoff. Yeah. Smart guy, stupid guy, stupid guy ruined smart guy's plans. Um, and they're starting in a very small world, and it always yeah. blows up to them being very involved in something big. It's great. Yeah. There's so many, like, deep... Dr- like drops of pop culture in this. Yeah. I wanted to, while I was watching it, I wanted to recut, uh, <laughs> recut brain controlling that suit with like the people who control the Jaegers in Pacific Rim. <laughs> 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 it's like the same design inside, but, yeah. but a little different. It was, oh, that was, I like the design for that. Let's go on to the next one because HMS Yakko blew my mind ah! with that same. musical. Uh, that was insanity. Yeah, they, I mean, and what a charming but weird choice. Kids aren't no. hip to Gilbert and Sullivan. No, this is also no. for adults. Yeah. Like this entire show is I for adults. I actually haven't looked it up. Is Gilbert and Sullivan public domain? <coughs> is that maybe part of why they did it? Oh, I don't know. Either that or it's owned by Warner Brothers because they showed everything that Warner Brothers owns yes. in every one of these episodes. Seriously, it was fucking ridiculous. It's <laughs> just like, oh, I didn't remember that they had that property. Yeah. But in that, like, in that ballroom, they showed all of them. Yeah. Uh, it was really ridiculous, but so good. Um, uh, I'm looking it up. I felt, I felt uncomfortable with Captain Mel's character design. He was real hard to look at. <laughs> he had like the face of like a, a strong leading man on the body <laughs> of like the tiny torso. Yeah, tinier than the Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Two peg legs, real real rough to watch. Felt very Powerpuff girl villain yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i almost wondered if it was supposed to be yosemite sam at one point but then they were like no we're gonna i can see that yeah or he wasn't available for it yeah. <laughs> yeah he was booked that day um i did love like i i do love that it's so much like inside baseball stuff with this it's like yeah. they have porky at the beginning of it like driving onto the lot that's right and it's just like going in to like record something it's yeah. just like, i i don't know if this is intentional but there's an old black and white Porky and Daffy cartoon that involves Porky driving onto the lot and like him and the security guard being buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a Roger Rabbit style where the security guard is live action. Yeah, um, I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, where Daffy's trying to get on after him. Yes, but it's taking forever for Porky yeah. to get through. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I think the premise is like Daffy thinks he should be a movie star and finds out that that's actually more difficult. But anyway, it feels, I don't know if it is a reference to those old cartoons, but like the Animaniacs in general sort of feels like it's borrowing from those older cartoons where they were like, yeah, this is like an extended Warner Brothers world. Mm-hmm. Oh, where, no. Where they all live on the lot, kind of. It felt very much like that, Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah it was great. Oh. It's so good. I also do, did love when they meet the chairman. They like walk into that giant room, and the two big like wall art that they have, like the two big portraits, are Daffy and fucking Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, they went with Daffy for the other one too, which yeah. made sense. Like after I thought about it, I'm just like, yeah. I guess Daffy's their biggest like other, other star. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I um, love this is where season. we meet Slappy for the first time. Yeah. Oh, God. I love Slappy. <laughs> I really loved Slappy as a kid too because she shared 
the same temperament that my grandmother had. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, a couple of old angry broads. I don't, yeah. I don't have the name in front of me, but Slappy was created and voiced by a groundling, correct? Uh, that sounds right. Who, I don't remember her name either. It's she, not Tress McNeil, who does Dot. It's no. somebody else. It was because somebody like made fun of her character. There's like a thing of trivia on it. I'm going to find yeah, that. Yeah, you guys like, talk about it. Was, it. She basically like was... It was inspired by her actual like experiences in Hollywood, I think, where she she was playing a teenager, yeah, and like another writer made fun of her for oh, it, and it's in here. I yeah, there's a it. lot of Groundlings people in the making of Animaniacs. Um, I partially just because it was L.A. in the '90s, and yeah. Groundlings was the only comedy theater out here. Yeah, and they pretty openly were doing cartoon sketch comedy. Yeah, so you go to the Groundlings. Both both this slappy. Uh, segment and the song in the previous one, Model of a Cartoon Individual, mm-hmm. is so meta about how cartoons <clears throat> work. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, again, it's that. That was sort written of, for you. You know, it was, that, right? it was written for me. Uh, writer and producer Sherry Stoner created Slappy the Squirrel after the friend and fellow writer John P. McCann made fun of her career playing troubled teenagers. McCann said she'll be playing troubled teens into her 50s, so she went the other direction and created an older person acting like a teenager. Mm. Uh, that's so that's really a little. Funny. Yeah, no, I love Slappy when. Slappy's <laughs> great. The voice of Skippy is fucking adorable. Yeah! Oh, that was man. somebody's kid. Yeah. Too. It's like um, one of the creator's kids. Mindy and what was the name of the dog? Um, uh, Buttons. Mindy and Buttons uh, were the only ones who were greenlit by somebody's kid. Like everybody oh. else oh, was really? like greenlit by like the uh, producer, and then like his kid greenlit Mindy and Buttons. That's <laughs> really oh, funny. funny. Isn't Mindy um, Nancy Cartwright? Probably. I th- oh yeah. I think that's. I think I think that's Bart Simpson in there. That's great. That would make sense. Um, oh man, I love Mindy and Buttons. Yeah. Oh, that episode that we got it. in here was and crazy. It's so it's another. It's. <coughs> it's another one of those. You can see why the end product works for kids, because mm-hmm. just like adorable little girl and dog who's just doing his best, but then gets in these crazy situations. It's baby's day out. Like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it it's it feels like it's a parody of Lassie, mm-hmm. of where where what if yeah. what if Lassie was <clears throat> taking care of kids, but it was like the worst, most vulnerable kid. Yeah, they end up falling out of a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did love. I think I loved it the most because it reminded me so much of like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit shorts. Yeah. Uh, with Baby and Roger. Yeah. Um, Where yeah. the baby is just haplessly putting him in greater danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I wish there were more of those. Uh, this um, uh, third episode also has um, Yakko's Universe, which yeah. is one of my favorite songs. They've ever. Yeah. I think it is my favorite song that they did. It's just like the weirdly, tune of it is great. It's weirdly yeah. touching too. It's like yeah. It's like a it, it, it's like a big picture view, but also being like, isn't that special that that yeah. that, that we're so small and the universe is so big. Yeah. Also a crazy. This was another one of those moments where my parents got on board with the. Uh, we're just tiny little specks about the size of Mickey Rooney. Yeah. yeah. That's cr- yeah. No, kids a don't know that. joke about Mickey Rooney? Yeah, not for your kids. They wrote this for kids 20 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, and I love, like, the lessons in this are ridiculously good, where it's yeah. just like, your problems aren't that big, so just relax. Yeah. 
Also, them going after like big corporate fat cats in this <laughs> entire season. Oh, yeah. I don't know why we don't have more of the, that. Uh, yeah. The CEO or whatever he is, chairman of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a Ned Beatty impression? Maybe. Because like his very first line <clears throat> is very clearly a parody of the boardroom scene in the movie Network. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. Come yeah. on, it's written for adults. <laughs> yeah. So of course it's Ned Beatty. Yeah. I'll go with Ki- that. Kids were not picking up on those Network uh, uh, <laughs> not jokes. Network oh. jokes. I love it. But they thought that B. Arthur joke was strong enough that they did it <laughs> twice. <laughs> Even with B. Arthur there to say the joke. To the penguin. Yeah. Who was yeah. eating fish? Oh, Jesus Christ, this whole show is <laughs> insane. Um, okay, so hooded on a ceiling, or hooked, uh, on, hooked a ceiling. on a ceiling. Hooded, Jesus. Uh, hooked on a ceiling with a Sistine Chapel. Oh, God. Right, another one where it was like, what if they were just also there? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I want to get into teaching non history. <laughs> I want to get into yeah. the weird love and fascination that animators have for Kirk Douglas. Oh, uh, Michelangelo is very clearly supposed to look like Kirk Douglas, huh. and the the VO is a pretty good impression of him too. Um, I don't know how this became a thing, but animators fucking love Kirk Douglas. <laughs> um, he loves animators. That's why. Wait, <laughs> Michelangelo or something? Uh, he played Spartacus, which is kind of the same like toga toga time period. Um, is that Kirk? Or Michael, I'm pretty sure Kurt was the older one. Kirk right? Douglas, yeah, yeah, older Kirk's guy, the older, older one. guy. Um, um, John Chris Valusi, creator of Ren Stimpy, mm-hmm. uh, in particular, has like written lengthy blog posts <coughs> about how Kirk Douglas is his favorite actor and how like he's a living cartoon. Like he he's he power acts with his face, and you could tell <laughs> I get what that. all of his emotions are. I get um, that. And, and you can kind of hear in in John Kay's like vocal performance of Ren, you can kind of hear him wishing he was Kirk <laughs> Douglas <laughs> in I, his delivery. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, um, thinking back I on mean, that. I kind of get it because he's so fun to draw uh-huh. with that chin and, and the like... Being so animated with his face. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I can see it being like a time period thing too for back yeah. then. Because like... Their cartoons would have been like Looney Tunes, and you had a lot of like scenes where it was like them in Roman times <laughs> in chariot yeah. races, and Spartacus is like the and like the live action version of that. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, with that same action. It's a choice that makes sense, but also made me be like, yeah, they're they just straight up wanted Kirk Douglas in this yeah. in this cartoon, or it was just the easiest go to too. Anybody yeah. in a toga like just put Kirk Douglas. In. <laughs> Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, that was a good episode. It was also very weird. Oh, um, Spielberg gets to be in it. Yeah, of course he did. He <laughs> loved that stuff, though. Yeah. He shows up in a lot of episodes. Yeah, um, that was a weird ET. <laughs> like just to go with ET for a reference for that. Yeah, was great. That's right. I forgot about that. The, the painting becomes ET. Uh huh. And uh, what's his name? It's Elliot. Touching fingers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Again, it. It, it, there was a, this weird period of time where Spielberg was like, what if I just take over animation and become the next Walt Disney? <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was watching that documentary, Waking Sleeping Beauty, about a very rough patch in Disney's... Uh, animation. In Disney animation. And I, th- I want to say it was Rescuers came out the same year as uh, one of the Fievel movies. 
And they were like, Spielberg made a better mouse movie than Disney. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoops. Uh, yeah. There was a funny thing in the trivia where the like head of the studio, like before the show came out, they put like a yakko on top of the tower, <gasps> like an inflatable yakko. <gasps> And uh, he he went outside and he's just like, who put Mickey Mouse on top of my water tower? Uh, and they immediately took it down. But somebody apparently took a picture of it, and I want to find it. I could yeah. not find it on the internet. I, I read about that same story, and that story is apparently a reason that they tweaked the characters' designs to make it look a little Less more mousy. specific than just like generic... Mickey Mouse looking tiny yeah. cartoon. Yeah. They added the like hair that kind of Yeah. Kind of what you were saying to make them more the shape of the WB logo basically. Yeah. yeah. That light face on like a on on, on black fur yeah. is mm-hmm. very Mickey Mousey. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh man, I love this show. It's oh, so it's weird. so good. Oh, when I is... moved to LA and uh drove by the Warner lot and could see the actual water tower. Oh, I I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I I really teared up quite a bit. I, I don't I don't know why it hadn't occurred to me that that water tower is a real thing that is still yeah it, it was standing. And so when I saw it with my own eyes, I, I was so deeply overwhelmed. I do love that the city like maintains some of its like history. Yeah. yeah. And just keeps it from like random stuff that you would see like. Growing up watching like the Naked Gun movies and mm-hmm. seeing stuff that's from there just in the city around town is just ridiculous to do. Yeah. Um, and then just realizing that, oh, all these animated shows were taking stuff that were in here too. Yeah. Uh, and seeing that it's actually real was mind blowing. Yeah. Too. And a show like Animaniacs definitely is doing it because of the, like, they <laughs> love this history and they, they like, don't want to write a show for kids. <laughs> they don't, yeah. <laughs> it's a, the Rise Room is just a bunch of old men, who, old Jewish men who Pretty wanna, much. like write musical parodies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like they it all. It very much feels like. It feels like they're all like excited to like contribute <laughs> to a legacy that they respect. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It feels mm. very over the garden wall in that way too. Yeah, where it's just like all of their favorite influences. Yeah, no, from that book that you read in two days. I love that book. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry uh, for feeding his addiction for animation, by the way. Oh my gosh, don't! I'm I'm there. You are okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because I sussed it out during that episode. I'm just like, how long have you had this book? And he's just <laughs> like. I bought it for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I wanted it for. He one. he had been talking about it. I know. I talked about it for one. And I wanted it too. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I can read it. I too. am gonna peer pressure you guys into buying art, though. It's, Great. Yeah, Great. yeah. We're on board. I'm sold. Sorry. I'm sorry. We're, uh, we'll buy your art. No, no. <laughs> I can have this. Uh, sure. Uh, you know what? One, Fine. And this one. Cool. Ugh. All um, right. Let's get check out our Facebook page for the art I have taken. <laughs> Uh, you uh, are gonna make me think hard for like a wedding gift though. That'll that'll work for both of you guys. No, I'm gonna play more to Heather, not you. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've already won you over. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I still gotta work on Heather uh, for keeping you out to record these episodes. Um, for feeding my animation addiction. This is also okay. the Good Feathers, I was which say, I know you. It looked like you were gonna. Yeah. <laughs> go I, into how I crazy this is. I don't think is. I'm on board with Good Feathers. I'm not. It's garbage. I, I don't think like it's them too at all. weird. Really? It doesn't make sense. Why do you have pigeons that are based on good fe- like good fellas? I I because they're New Yorkers. Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. Because pigeons are so New York specific. I think also they probably wanted to do 
because so much of the show is was West Coast centric. Yeah. yeah, that they were they wanted to mix up the locations a bit. Um, that's actually that's interesting. I didn't think of that. You uh, have them all going after a bagel, guys. That might be the most stereotypical. <laughs> you ever watch I uh, feel like, a bunch of pigeons? <laughs> I feel uh, like that's also like an LA thing of like fuck these New Yorkers just going for bagels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I think they Pasta they were like cool. We want to do something in New York. What's like a a broad stereotype that we can map over and it's a mapping that's not of Woody joining, Allen it's a mapping of joining the mob yeah yeah that was very show. weird well yeah. but this was like a this was around the time when like the mob was cool I mean like when anti-hero like mafia stuff was happening yeah. I mean yeah well the Sopranos Serpico just they made a bunch of, not De Niro Serpico. and Pesci were obviously big enough stars for them to parody so yeah. like that aspect of it I kind of get but yeah it's it's a it's a allegory for like joining the mob. Yeah, it's you are right though. They did make a bunch of movies where it was just like, okay, we're gonna do the mob in the seventies, mob in the fifties, uh-huh. and we're gonna release them all this decade. <laughs> and it's just like ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I, I, on the rewatch, they're not they're not my favorite segments. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I loved them. I, I, they just totally tracked for me. What? Because it was New Yorky, or just you? Are you from yeah. New York? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, we uh, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My whole family's from New York, and then I grew up in Jersey, so it <laughs> felt like it like tracked. Uh, and just anytime they're like, "What? Am I funny to you? Am yeah. I a clown for your amusement?" <laughs> I was like, "That's great. <laughs> I loved it." See, that just ended up getting old to me after a while. I'm just like, oh, God, he's just going to start a fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is why I did not deal with New Yorkers for the entire first 20 years of my life. Uh, but especially since <laughs> that no cartoon. No offense. <laughs> but like, I'm just like, they all want bagels, and they all just want to fight. That and that's pigeons, accurate. I know that, it is. is I went to New York, and I found out firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> but that Pigeon's character game is based solely on like one famous Joe Pesci scene where he like from one movie from one movie <laughs> but that's the only thing a kid would track with like yeah. i hadn't seen that movie but i it was in the zeitgeist enough that i was like yeah. that's funny it's I like really the mob f- this show really i feel like helped me like know about other pop culture things uh-huh. and to just generalize stuff like i knew about aliens because of this too yeah. it's just like it because the alien just casually walks through that party <laughs> no he was sitting at the table yeah, yeah. just having that's dinner true. with that's everybody that's a good point actually i do i do remember that feeling of watching animaniacs where i was like uh, proud of myself when I did know a, yeah. a reference, and then when I didn't, I would be like, "Oh God, I gotta really find out what this is." <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, being an old man, yes, I felt that way. <laughs> like, but also, like this and in Living Color were very much like that for me, because yeah. in Living oh. Color taught me a lot about like uh, pop culture and stuff that I like. I'm like, "Oh, I should know about this," uh, and made me think that I learned about black culture, which I didn't. Uh, <laughs> um, I learned a lot about Jim Carrey, though. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, like, th- so there's something about the '90s, just full-on going full tilt into pop culture, and just like, you need to learn everything about all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, which was really great. Yeah. The. Uh, the the animation uh, as as much as this is not my favorite <laughs> segment the animation is amazing in which one for for good feathers yeah there's very elaborate like point of view animation of them walking into the subway and yeah. then onto the subway uh, track mm-hmm. and I was like that must have been such a bitch to animate and it's not for a visual joke or anything it's just like 
cool to to follow them. Yeah. Oh, this was very expensive, apparently. Oh, really? (laughs) This show was very expensive to do because it had like, uh, going to what you were saying, it had more like frames for everything. Yeah. Uh, It was very, and it's a gorgeous show. It It looks great. It does not feel like it's limited animation. No. Which is probably Spielberg being like, I want it to look like an actual cartoon. Yeah. That is, that is part of it. Spielberg. And, yeah. and same with having a full orchestra. He said, "We're not, we're not going to do this halfway. We're going to do this like a like a classic Looney Tunes." I was going to say, yeah, because he's a nerd who yeah. grew up with those. And, and this is to... all based on Warner Brothers. Like yeah. we can't like skimp on it. It's just <laughs> like it's like you want this name to actually yeah. like come off well. Yeah. And I mean, it worked. Like we would watch other Warner Brothers properties based on this goddamn show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I should watch like Lethal Weapon because. <laughs> Riggs is getting too old for this. <laughs> I, should, uh, I should watch Alien, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> ruin my childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never sleep again. Oh, God. Um, okay. Ta- the, the other thing that blew my mind about this was I remember it being like three acts, like three different shorts. Uh-huh. And then seeing that there were full episodes that were just one storyline yeah. blew episode, my mind. Yeah. Episode five is the first time we see that. That every now the and then that they're, they're just like, nope, this is this We is can one. do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of cool. To see because, you know, the other shorter ones feel very much like an homage to to shorter Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's cool for them to be like, no, we can explore this premise for an entire episode. Yeah. yeah. And then on the flip side too, there are like blackout bits. The yeah. like yeah. wheel morality and and the kid with the uh, oh I yeah what his name is but <laughs> the like oh stories. god One the, time the ice cream cone yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about him until last oh, night god, I was obsessed with that. That kid, when I was a kid, I thought um, those jokes were so funny. I sing along with Wheel of Morality every time, oh, and I just found out that, learn. and I found out like last night, seeing like them do five thousand dollars was just like ridiculous. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they won money this time. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> no moral. I forgot about that. And it's such a funny dumb payoff that it's like, oh, they actually got something one of these times. <laughs> yeah. But also in the trivia. It was only used because they were short on time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, bring in the wheel of morality. It doesn't matter. Just yeah. Like we need, yeah, just yeah. fill it out. Just stretch. It's, <laughs> stretch it's like time. 90% reuse animation. Yeah. yeah. Like 10% is them reacting to the new thing it lands on. Yeah, no, it's just a new button at the end of it. Yeah. It took me a while when I was a kid to notice it, but I was a nerd kid who wanted to figure everything out. And so I, I remember going... Wait a minute. I <laughs> think the running in is the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, they once didn't. I started using computers and saw that copy and paste was a thing, it's like, oh god, this <laughs> they've been fooling me this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking animators. <laughs> um this has one of the maybe there was one before this episode, but this has one of the few jokes a hundred percent for adults where, where he all says, of them were a hundred percent yeah for adults. But, but this has hit one of them saying stop playing with my bust and this is the first time we see yakko turn to camera and say good night everybody oh god uh, which i think is probably just a rob paulson joke because he's a oh they have hilarious dirty old man oh yeah. that's in the <laughs> trivia too i need to find this because it's every time that something is overtly sexually like just said he just says good night, everybody. Yeah. Apparently, yep. and he, I don't, he's got a great <clears throat> podcast where he just talks to other voiceover, uh, which is also similarly titled to this. Yeah, talking tunes. Talkin yes, tunes? Yeah, um, yeah. our lawyers are in contact. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I Direct competition. Yes, you're, uh, you're feel free very to come on anytime you want. Lawyers. By the way, uh, oh um, my God, Rob Paulson, if you're if you're out there, we'll have you back. 
<laughs> if he comes on. I just, we, know we know people who know him. I'm just such a big fan. Hector Navarro. Hector, you're not listening to this, um, but you should be. And uh, bring Paulson up. <laughs> He's, I heard that Paulson is the nicest. Yeah. <gasps> and like very eager to talk about this nerdy shit. With, oh, I don't doubt with it. With people like I, I just feel like we would be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you will be with that attitude. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah, he he still does that on his podcast a lot. If somebody <laughs> I if don't somebody makes a, a euphemism, he'll go good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's keeping it alive. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So this this episode we see uh, the uh, cavalcade of Warner Brothers stars, uh, live action stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this feels like a reference to a lot of old timey Looney Tunes cartoons where they. Would it was just sort of like uh, a bunch of very good caricatures of of uh, celebrities of the time, like all at the same club together. Yeah, I'm specifically thinking of one that had like <laughs> a very impressive Clark Gable uh, caricature, mm. like yeah. interacting with Bugs Bunny. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also uh, did like it in that one episode that they had where they were just doing like, uh, oh, it was with the, it was in the first episode with scratch and sniff like being a big wig and they just had a bunch of like character or like pictures yeah. on the wall of him with celebrities yeah where it's just like they just had so much fun on this and just like who do you want to draw this week i don't know like yeah. mel gibson okay yeah, yeah. let's put him in there for yeah, no reason so much for them oh just because we're talking about the pictures on the walls in the in the backgrounds uh they're in one of the later episodes in scratch and sniff's office there's a portrait of him, but it's clearly supposed to be his younger self because he's got like the a hair? lot of red hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah. did love that we saw how he lost his hair in yeah. that yeah. first episode. It out. Yeah. Oh, man. Dot was modeled on Gilda Radner, by the way, as well. It's oh. another fun little thing, uh, which what? is great. What was? Dot was. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Scratch and Sniff. Oh, of course he was. Of course she was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to find that. Good night, Robert Paulson. <laughs> but okay, uh, yeah, I think he says it every time something dirty yeah. happens. This is the this is hands down the cutest xenomorph I've ever seen. Oh, adorable! So cute. Such a I cute. I read something a while ago that they had to tone that down. <laughs> oh, I, I <laughs> they, believe it. They were, <laughs> yeah, they were like they did a really good job drawing <laughs> this horrible thing. Too much. Yeah, yeah. too much. Uh, a little bit. It's also funny how like both Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton are in there. Uh, Batman costumes, mm-hmm. but like Whoopi Goldberg is just Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I wonder if there's some legal thing to that. They Maybe. can only use Probably. certain images. They only have jumping certain jack like flash. Like <laughs> likenesses or something. Probably. But I mean, they had, I feel like anything that was like their property, they're just like, just put them in full, like recognizable. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they had Catwoman, and that was a very weirdly kind of sexual <laughs> like yeah. just like hey you're dressed like a cat we're ambiguous yeah. uh, <laughs> hello yeah. cat uh that was such a weird episode fucking japanese investors yeah um, how do you do <laughs> i did love that they had yakko just full-on just go into japanese and tell a joke to them and yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, good. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not making this completely, like, weird and racist. Yeah. Uh, you're just being respectful, and you just have the weird and racist chairman of the board. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense. Uh, yeah, which <laughs> is a villain for everything. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Um, 
Yeah, then we have the next episode. Which Tem- opens with a Flipper parody, of course. Oh, God. Of course. Fli- but you know what? Flipper was big. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're and right. it was the right time. Like, that's that's a reference. That's to actually that. true. That's a and, it, and it was a theme song that people liked to parody quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. I hated that show so much. Me too. Uh, oh, God. Nick at Night? F- yeah. No, skip it every time. Thanks. Um, this is the first time... Uh, yeah. This is the first time we see Inside the Water Tower... That's like a whole. Oh, like, they're yeah. like funhouse. They're little like funhouse, <laughs> like theme park roller coaster. Yeah. Of course, it looks like that. <laughs> yeah, I was very happy to see that. That's the inside of their heads too. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Operation Lollipop was uh, Mindy and Buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was pretty crazy. I did love that. It it honest to God made me feel very Roger Rabbity, and that's yeah. why I loved it yeah. so much. Um. Yeah, just heightening to oh like an airplane and then jumping off. Poor Buttons does everything right, and literally the last shot of the cartoon is him covering his face in sorrow <laughs> because just, his she says he, bad dog. Yeah, yeah she says it's, bad dog. It's always sad, but I I want to know the story behind the hilarious ongoing joke that Mindy always says. Okay, lady. Yeah, and, uh, she's call like, me mom. Call me mom. <laughs> what is happening in that family? <laughs> oh God. That is hysterical. She's and adopted. I don't think that landed on me. She's adopted. It's gotta be right. Yeah. Yes. And she resents her every day. Or <laughs> one of the writer's kids, like, probably refuses to acknowledge. Or just, parents. I mean, that happens. Like, they'll learn a new word. Like, like they'll learn that lady means like a woman, and it's just like you just automatically. Yeah. yeah. My friend's kid, uh, Angie and Keith. She posted a video <clears throat> of them like eating her and her kid, um, uh, <laughs> her kid Bennett, just eating dinner, and uh, their dad Keith or his dad Keith was upstairs, and he had just learned Keith's name, and he's just like eating, and she's like, and she's just, like, call daddy, and he's just like, Keith, <laughs> Keith, oh. uh, and it was very funny, and I never want him to call him daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Keith. He yes. It and he'll never go back. <laughs> Keith, my carrots are cold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just I do love that running joke though. It's just it's, so it's great. It's really funny. And yeah. Very like, weird. Not for the kids. No. Or the grown-ups. Oh God! And then we get into what are we? That's awesome. Oh, God, I love that song. <laughs> I love that they deal with that, and I love that there's no. They answer. don't deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, that song is definitely inspired by an existing song, and it's killing me that I can't figure out what it is. Um, is it on? Da, 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 da. No, it's not on here. Yeah, you're right. It does help us out, internet. Uh, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been. Uh, I'll yeah. search for it. You guys talk next stuff. I tried to look. I could. I mean, I couldn't find it. I'm, okay. Oh well, then I'm not gonna try. <laughs> if you already put in time to this, I'll I'm not going back. to. Oh. The amount of notes that you write for this, I trust that you've scoured the internet yeah, to yeah, try yeah. and find yeah, it. Uh, um, uh, God, I'm so sorry for all of your arguments. They're <laughs> obnoxious and nerdy and boring. I don't doubt it. Uh, I also don't know. So this one, episode seven. <laughs> He's the Comey of... <laughs> that's right. How dare you? He leaves <laughs> tedious notes all over the place. <laughs> that was the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> I called, called you the, the Comey of Comey of cartoons. <laughs> yeah, I uh, hate that you remember that nickname because I don't want oh, it. I was re-editing the episode and I listened to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Moving on. Uh, episode seven, piano rag. Is this a caricature of a 
famous piano player I don't know? Um, maybe? No? I don't know. I'm trying to remember the character from it. Yeah, I, this one is... They, not in my head. They, oh, uh, they, they show up at the concert. They show up at the piano concert. Oh, God, it's the snooty guy who's at the piano. Yeah. yeah. No. Again, it's them fucking with the snooty person all episode long. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that it's someone specific. I mean, I, I think it's... I wouldn't be surprised if it was, because they are so thorough with that kind of stuff. But I think they so would have made many, it more obvious. Yeah. He, he was very generic in yeah. like the way that he looked. Yeah. And so many classic um, Bugs Bunny... And, and and Looney Tunes once took place in concert halls yeah. because which that's what were made me think of yeah yeah I thought it was more so like we'll take that generic situation and put them getting like chased inside of this like everybody needs to be quiet yeah. thing yeah and just have some really snooty guy be very neurotic yeah uh, that was still a character type that tracked I feel like yeah. you you couldn't really do that on a cartoon now but twenty years ago yeah that on a cartoon based off of stuff from twenty years before right yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time traveling thing. Something dumb that I noticed during this during this segment is the background paintings, which must have been a bitch to do because it's an audience full of people. Yeah. yeah. The the style of how of what those people look like varies from background to background. Sometimes they're like pseudo realistic looking, and then other times they're other cartoon characters. Yeah. yeah. It's all over the place, <laughs> uh, which which. <coughs> Might might be a part of why this was such an expensive show to make happen. Oh yeah, I can be like, Fred, you're taking so fucking long to do this. <laughs> Just get it done because yeah. we're on every day. And there were shots where like, uh, like big wide shots of like every audience member slowly turning and looking at them. <clears throat> that must have been such a bitch to animate. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. This is it's a crazy cartoon. <laughs> That's what you want to do. You understand that? No, no, it's a crazy way to make a make, <laughs> make things move. <laughs> All right, Mr. Computer Man. All right. Um, then we have when uh, Rita met Runt. Oh yeah, their origin story, Woo! which was the whole lame is. Listen, this epic. is yours. This is yours. Jump oh into it. man, I don't. I I just. I again, who is this for? If not the Woodwards, what a weird, <laughs> weird, yeah. very specific. I mean, lame is was <clears> very big. And yeah. particularly at that time, it's oh, yeah. still pretty fresh. Um, but for kids, that's uh, it's it's just mind-boggling. The whole thing is mind-boggling. Would you also say that this is this was a time where like the popularity of Broadway was in an upswing? Yes, it was. I feel like we're kind of re-entering that phase now uh -huh. with like Hamilton and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. but or, or maybe Wicked sort of started that trend. Yeah, mm -hmm. but but well, Wicked was. A while ago, ago at this point. Yeah. Years ago? I, yeah. right. I was in choir uh, at the time and Broadway was coming back. Because okay, I remember yeah. I got I went to Streetcar Named Desire and that was like my first experience with like a play uh -huh. and like a you know, that kind of experience and that sort of blew my mind. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like a resurgence of like taking Broadway like on the road, I feel like. Like, like getting into the other getting getting like more bigger. popular. Oh yeah, yeah maybe. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it feel it feels like this. I don't know. It just feels like it was something worth parodying because it feels like Broadway was was on the upswing at this at this yeah. time. I'm definitely, it's funny. I'm, I'm like trying to trying to decide if it makes more sense <laughs> to do a Les Mis parody than it does to do an H and Mess pinafore. 
<laughs> at the time, didn't Les Mis was making a comeback at that point? Uh, was there another movie? Like, um, there was. There, was, well, it was it was based off the book. It wasn't the musical. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think when Les Mis premiered. I want to say it was late '80s, so it wasn't. It wasn't that old at that point, and it was hugely popular the whole time. I feel like soundtracks were making a comeback in the 90s, too. Of yeah. Like, stuff coming out for the first time, because soundtracks are where I got all of my music from and still get all of yeah. my music from. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, they were releasing, like, Cats was huge because they had just released it on, like, video yep. yeah, for the first time. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, I think Broadway in general was just, like, going through a boom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, I mean, I'm guessing it's a bunch of New Yorkers who moved to L.A. who are writing this. Yeah. Uh, and they're just like, we're going to do Les Mis. Yeah. And that's fine. Because why not? This yeah. also gets dark, too. She, uh, Rita talks about the big sleep and how they're going to oh, get yeah. gassed if yes. they don't get adopted. Yeah. It's uh, all, like, pretty dark, pretty intense. Oh, yeah. No, it was very much like, oh, God, kids are supposed to be watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. This whole oh, yeah. show is great. Oh, yeah, we were just, we were almost <clears> at the 10 year okay. anniversary, which was a real big moment. It was a big <laughs> concert and stuff. Sure, it's sure, a sure. thing. I don't like Les Mis, so. So I was real happy that Animaniacs got up. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Um, big candy store, Willy Wonka. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the like, this like, is he a weasel, a weird weasel character? I think so. He looked just like the character from Willy Wonka from that yeah. candy Flex store. Seeds, his name. <laughs> yeah. This one. It's a really funny weird did, name. Doesn't make yeah. any sense no. to like this entire situation. Yep. Um, also, again, like the the typical uh, target for the Animaniacs is like a snooty person, which he is. But Candy Store Odor, I don't know if that tracks. No. Yeah, I, I think it's just anyone who... Is an authority figure to yeah. children, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I think, or like any shopkeeper. Because yeah. he was a dick to a nun. Like, that didn't yeah. make yes. any sense. Um, that but is crazy. I think they're just like, okay, let's... Is Willy Wonka WB? <laughs> I don't know because that was just a complete ripoff of like that scene from Will or from Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. I don't know if it was. I don't know. Well, I mean, nothing, well, they stole it. it. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say it. They stole it. As they it. prove with what? the next segment with Bumby the Bambi oh, parody. Oh God! Oh, the dearest dear. The Jesus Christ! Nothing is off the so table for them to, to parody. Oh. I love that one. He cries so much. It's really funny. Killing so many and animals. And again. <laughs> It's like a specific like extended cartoon universe that I think is a really cool concept where she's like, I know the the deer who played Bambi's mom. It's yeah. fine. We'll go see her. Also, that feels interesting that they're just teaching kids like, you don't need to be like sad about yeah. this. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a cartoon. <laughs> these characters exist in real life. They, they, they were all acting. You might as well consider them to be actors because it's not yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they they were just tired of their kids crying whenever they took them to see one of their movies. Probably. It's just like, oh, Bambi is Jesus Christ. tough. Yeah, and then they went to Old Yeller at the end of oh it, God. too. That's uh, so funny. The best button. Uh, yep. so I think that as, as crazy as the Animaniacs themselves get, mm -hmm. I think that Slappy wins for most meta. 
Oh. Oh, for ve sure. Very much, because she at one point looks at the camera as he starts crying, and she's just like, can we just uh, like cut to the next scene? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just they fade out and fade back in, and he's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, glad we jumped over that. <laughs> the Roadrunner dashes by, and she's like, oh, great, another gratuitous cameo. <laughs> Oh, it's so cool. Uh, yeah. It's very good in that respect. Yeah. Uh, it's all inside baseball. Like she this is, entire she show. She is your kind of brassy dame. Yeah. Oh, man. A low voice. Yeah, you very angry. much feel very slappy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Having watched a lot of your improv, too. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like you jump to slappy for like yeah. that kind of character. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good safe bet because you play it well. Um, Somebody sweep at it already? That's, that's, that's <laughs> you want to move yeah. on to the next episode? Constantly, I'm like, oh boy, can I get a straight man in here? <laughs> Is that when I Jake comes out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever Jake enters, I'm like, oh boy, another What's crazy character. <laughs> I would love to see Slappy Prof. <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, premiering I just want to see Animaniacs of you guys just doing all, only characters from Animaniacs. Oh my god, I would love it. Nobody I, would have any idea what the hell was going are on. Are you kidding? Come on. Just explain it the same way that they do at the beginning of every episode yeah. of what happened. Yeah, do a theme song. Yeah. So I hit the mic 800 times. It's okay. It hurts my ears every time. No, yeah. no. no it doesn't at all. Sorry. It's Sorry. fine. No, Sorry. no. Sorry. Sorry. Um, okay. Sorry. Stop birding that. <laughs> Sorry. 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 This next episode Episode, Wally Lama. Oh God, what I'm, was this? I'm, I'm sad it took me this much time <laughs> to bring up the fact that this mm -hmm. one, as well as like virtually every other episode, mm -hmm. has a segment written by Paul Rugg, who I looked up because I was like, why do I keep seeing his name? You and thought why, it was Paul Rudd? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Paul Rudd. Like, Paul Rudd, <laughs> really like, ageless. Why do I keep seeing his name? Why is it so familiar? Because it's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, he is the voice of Freakazoid. Mm -hmm. He is? And mm -hmm. he was a writer on Animaniacs for most of it. He did like voices here and there on Animaniacs. Yeah. That's crazy. And wrote on Freakazoid, too. And wrote on Freakazoid. Didn't create Freakazoid. it, but, but wrote on it. Um, what a... Dope career for Paul Rugg. Yeah. Because he crazy. wrote a lot of these deep cut, like, weird parodies. Yeah. I want to say, uh, I'll, I'll get it wrong, but uh, he, I think, originally wasn't going to be the voice of Freakazoid. And oh, somebody, really? and I, I think it was like a last, or I think it was a, just somebody was like, you sound good doing that. And he kind of ended Him up being getting the, the stand in. Part. Yeah. That sounds cool. That's cool. That does tend to happen with animation. The like the the <coughs> scratch track is something where the, it like burrows in their brain as what the actual character right. should be, and then they're like, mm -hmm. "Well, I guess we'll just use like Danny Elfman in Nightmare Before Christmas." Danny Elfman. How could it be anything else? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. So good. Well, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He's he's great. Give us yeah. your career. Um. Uh, Wally Lama. <laughs> I like the premise of the segments very much. That mm. it it's. So, uh, this all-knowing Dalai Lama character who just is tired of answering questions <clears> and then <throat> the most relentless kids in the world show up. Uh, <laughs> the Dalai Lama impression. Uh, 2017 standards. Racist? Uh, what do we think? <laughs> that's a great question. Full-on Indian, I feel like. He just ended up going Indian yeah. at some point and not Dalai Lama at all. Yeah. Um, the, but it was very generic. Yeah, broad. Um, they're just like, what does he sound like? Go Indian, maybe. Yeah. I guess one of those. Uh, 
Listen, it's not as racist as uh, DuckTales movie oh that God. we covered. Um, <laughs> the way they draw those Middle Eastern... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, oh, uh, look, it was the 90s. People didn't know. Look. <laughs> Listen, wrong then, it's wrong today. Everybody was asleep. We're all woke now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no. The, I, I think it's maybe because... It's all snowy, and so it's a limited color palette in this one. Mm-hmm. But the background designs really stood out to me as awesome in this episode. Mm-hmm. The, his like whole castle and like the winding rocks leading up to it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really. I thought it was really. Cool. All right, nerd. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it did. Oh, he calls them. He refers to them as the puppy children with white faces, <laughs> like a spooky clown. Yeah. It's a good. It's the best name that they've had. It really is. It's really. I, I um, giggled out loud every time. It blew my mind, like how he completely turned on who he was as a person, like immediately yeah. as soon as he turned on a TV. Yeah. It's just like I'm off the clock right now. Yeah, there's a and, lot of quick exposition. Yeah, it's just like I'm gonna be a dick to everybody who comes yeah. at me now instead of just no answering one question and just solving my entire day yeah. after that. But that's just me being a straight man and just thinking about it. And listen, I've got a lot of problems. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was very beautiful. Okay, it's it's a pretty uh, one to look. It at. was, yeah. and it I was. like the button and of of the question being the hot dog bun. Yeah, and uh, it blowing his mind. Yeah, and I loved that it was a like uh, naked gun reference. Was it naked gun? It was something shit. Now my mind's gonna explode. Oh no. Okay, I've. Well, we lost. Continue. <laughs> Um, speaking of, of not so woke anymore, <laughs> Picky and the Brain, they go to the World Summit. Oh, uh, God. There's like the, the, the drawings of some of the people at the World Summit are not so good. That, yeah. that very much felt like a scene from Naked Gun where he goes, Naked Gun 2, when he goes and like saves the queen at the beginning of it. Yeah. Uh, where it's just stereotype after stereotype just sort of sitting like, yeah. at a table. Other cultures funny to us. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't recognize any of there's these like, people. There's yeah. a guy wearing a turban and, and someone uses it as a napkin. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not no. great. <laughs> Let's not defend this You know, one. we were all learning. <laughs> yeah. That being said, though, I like that this is, what, our second outing with Pinky and the Brain and they're already like go into politics now. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching this plan and being like, this might work. <laughs> yeah. They might they might pull this off. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they got the show. <laughs> They're just like, these are legitimate questions yeah. and they could legitimately do this. I want to see more of this. Yeah. Oh, fun fact, you probably learned this in your trivia. Probably not. Pinky <laughs> is a caricature of a of a cartoonist who was working on the show, Eddie Fitzgerald. And when you see what this man looks like, he looks like Pinky. He looks that like a rat. Is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for though, him. In like a delightful old man kind of way. Oh, good. He's a, he's a fun little goofball. <laughs> I did like that he sounded like Orson Welles, and they have like little oh, yeah, Maurice little, LaMarche like, just doing an Orson Welles impression. Do you have a picture of? This rat-faced man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, a mouse-faced man, because they do not like being called <laughs> rats. That's another thing, though. Uh, Bra- Brain was modeled after another animator who worked on the show. Yeah, I uh, heard about that. But, but when they brought in Maurice Lamarche to do the voice, he was like, "Well, this looks like Orson Welles to me." Yeah, and also he's always trying to get that Orson Welles impression. Yes. Always. And then because, finally, because he's so good at because it. it's perfect. It's pitch perfect. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. There is one pinky in the brain where where they <laughs> let him do just like a parody version. Of oh, Orson Welles chewing out the yeah yeah no there was that was in the trivia where it was just like 
It's just like it's like almost verbatim. Yeah. Him. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for, that makes for sense. For those of you listening at home, I just brought up a photo of animator Eddie Fitzgerald. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. that's even the gap pinky. in the teeth. Yeah, the teeth. <laughs> oh God. Oh, that poor man. I uh, wonder how he talks. I wonder if Rob Paul's an enemy. <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah, he full on. He is not a British man, that much I know. Oh, good for him. Uh, but no. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> good for him. Um, America. But, but no, there was an episode, apparently it was just completely taken from an Orson Welles thing where he berates yeah. a director. Yeah. And like it's cleaned up a lot because he swore a lot. <laughs> and he was so drunk in that. Yeah. Orson Welles. You can watch it on YouTube. Audio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's help yourself, it's guys. Multiple takes. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> such a delight. Well, so, oh, do you know the story behind why they did it for Pinky and the Brain? Not just uh, Maurice LaMarche's. No. Uh, w- amazing impression. Um, did you learn this on another podcast? Maybe. How oh dare my you. god. Uh, you gotta this listen. Is Paulson's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son Rob Paulson, if you're out there, I'm a big, big fan. Um, I listen because of you. I listen to a few episodes. It's awesome. It's awesome. And and Maurice Lamarche has been the guest like a couple of times. And then sometimes he's they do some live taping. Sometimes he's just there because they're just buds. Because they're course. buddies. Of he, course. They roped him into the Rick and Morty episode mid episode. <laughs> they were like, "Listen back. You've done a bunch of voices on the show. Come on, come on stage." And they like Ugh. talk a begrudging. Maurice Lamarche into joining them for the for the rest of the episode, but he um, he used to do that whole uh, uh, Orson Welles screwing up the takes. Of course he did. Bit as his uh, warm ups uh, when he would when he would get on mic, he would just do it in its entirety, and then he showed up to do a Pinky and the Brain one day and saw the script and saw that that was it and just like was brought to tears that oh my god I can't <laughs> believe we're doing this it's that's so, perfect it's so funny and such a solid reference again like who is this for it's who is it for the people not for creating kids. it yeah. Not yeah. For kids. yeah but it still holds up for kids too because it's so yeah active and silly and I feel like they had to be in a meeting and like the investors are just you know the Japanese investors they're just <laughs> like they're just like we can't sell this like kids don't like this they're not understanding it yeah. and all of the like writers are just like <sighs> <laughs> just laughing to each other just like oh no i don't know why like yeah. it's weird i wonder why it's really weird um oh god let's bring rip taylor back for another episode <laughs> god. Oh, god it does i mean it does feel like the perfect marriage of like Still entertaining for kids, and then as an adult, there's stuff you pick up on yeah. that also entertains you. Like at the time, I didn't know it was an Orson Welles impression. I probably didn't know who Orson Welles mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed it because it's like a clear character type. Yeah. And and now, like with that extra knowledge watching it, it's like another fun layer to the show. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like it's it's a perfect encapsulation of why the show works for a lot of ages. It yeah. did lead me to a bunch of older stuff. Yeah. Which, yeah, it was very much... Speaking of older stuff, uh, uh, <laughs> King Yakko, episode 10. Good segue. Thank you. <laughs> this, okay, so here's the thing. This I was watched, insane. I watched this entire episode thinking to myself, wow, this is similar to the Marx Brothers film Duck Soup. Yeah. Um, and of like, course it is, because that's what it is. Because that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and I didn't... I wasn't sure if the Marx Brothers was an actual influence on this, which I know is dumb, because of course it is. <laughs> yeah. But this episode ends with uh, 
wacko straight up doing the handshake trick that Harpo does in mm-hmm. like every Marx Brothers movie where you think he's going in for handshake and instead <clears throat> you end up like holding his knee. Mm-hmm. Oh God. And so it was nice for, for us to like end on a very clear line between <clears throat> the Animaniacs <laughs> and Marx Brothers. Yeah. It's just like, we're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, not being shy about Just it. so you guys know, we're answering this right now. <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. The, I like the premise of like this land that their main export is anvils. Yeah. <laughs> they're, and uh, that's the, like what their entire culture is built off of. Uh-huh. It's a strong foundation. I, uh, yeah, I love that. Has anyone our, in our day and age ever seen an anvil with their own eyes? <laughs> I love on a cartoon, that. you mean, right? Yeah, no, I mean like in life. They don't exist in yeah. real life. Let's be honest. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, I don't even know if they existed in old times. Yeah. Like I'm sure, like somebody made one anvil, and they're like, "Oh God, why would we make more yeah. of this?" Yeah. It feels like a thing a blacksmith had in eighteen something. Yeah. So no. And then L- Looney older Tunes than older that. Than that <laughs> said, "Yup, we're gonna use them all." The time. Oh. Who the fuck would drop an anvil on somebody too? Like, or get the idea to do that? Seriously, we're just like, man, that shit's heavy. Yeah. I would hate to like have it fall on me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's how like, would we get it up it's enough like it's, to like drop it's yeah. it on the most somebody? Heightened heavy thing, I yeah. guess, is where it came <clears throat> from. Yeah, because then also dropping a grand piano became a thing. Yeah. I feel like they came up with piano, and then they're just like, how are we gonna top this? <laughs> It's like, oh God! Hey, Got remember it. anvils? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember anvils? <laughs> we need something heavy. It's like, oh wait, you guys are animating this old, like, uh, you're animating Robin Hood, right? Okay. Oh my God, what's that? That's an anvil. What's it made of? Metal. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Put it on a rope. Lift it up. Yeah. Put an X I mean, underneath it. it does. It does feel right that Animaniacs devotes an entire episode to like nothing but anvil on anvil action. <laughs> like oh, yeah. they use them as weapons in that in that war that they that that they uh Yeah, this one's kooky. It's this very acme. Very acme. Very acme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. they're sponsored by acme, so it makes sense they you know, have them do that. <laughs> I'm seeing in the Wikipedia notes that this episode was based on the Marx Brothers movie Duck Soup. <laughs> what a surprise. If only someone had told us that. I know, if only we, we hadn't known that. Um, I, I just love the like later like discovery of that kind of stuff where it's just like oh my god of course it was. Yeah. I feel uh, like that's a lot of this show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of shows. It was so of its moment on so many things. Like obviously Duck Soup was not of its moment, but that that party the Hollywood party with all the celebrities and everything. It's watching it even now as an adult i know there are references i'm missing yeah. yeah but watching it now too like i'm seeing a lot of stuff like oh i didn't know that at the time and yeah. just like oh i have seen that since then yeah and yeah. now it makes sense yeah uh this is a very smart cartoon um, it's crazy really again too smart like i know i said this before but <laughs> i think it's crazy that this show exists oh it is especially when you think of the fact that these writers just wrote it for themselves yeah. it really feels um, that way which is awesome it's kind of cool that spielberg gave a bunch of weirdos that power you know what i mean yeah. you know what i feel like this show would be on adult swim now like if mm. they made it now i feel like or at least cartoon network yeah. yeah, where it would be geared more towards like a millennial kind of like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Except I don't know if I want to see ironic animaniacs. You know no. what I mean? No, I don't want to see it. That's why I either. think 
that's why I think Cartoon Network, because like in the way that <clears throat> Adventure Time is never ironic, but mm -hmm. but it is always absurd. Yeah, I think I think I could see it living in that same space. I yeah. can see that. There right, I don't want I don't want to lose any of the datedness. No. There were rumors of them bringing Animaniacs back. Thank God there were only rumors. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't I know. know if I, I worry want about you wouldn't it. be down. No, like especially hearing about. Sorry, Ben Schwartz again, uh, but hearing about this new Ninja Turtles thing where Raphael's the like leader and yeah. it just it's. I feel like they're just they've been rebooting stuff so much and they're just like okay rebooting is fun, but like let's change it a little bit and it's not going to live up to what we thought of it and that's going to hurt. And yeah. I don't know. That feels like I'll resent it more. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. What if they did a one-off like Animaniacs movie? Uh, there is an Animaniacs yeah. Yeah. for TV movie. The I haven't Wish. seen it. Wacko's, Wacko's Wish? Wish? Yeah. yeah, Wacko's Wish. Yeah. Really sweet. I don't doubt it. Um, I think it'd pull that off if they just went straight up in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Rocco is sort mm -hmm. of doing. Um, that well, Rocco Rocco's, reboot looks good. It yeah. does. Uh, we'll see what happens when Mono yeah. comes on to talk about that. That being said, though, I kind of agree. I don't want to lose the dated... Like, if they did Animaniacs now, I would want all <coughs> of the same 90s... <laughs> like. Oh, no. I want rhythms, references yeah. from, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the same rhythm. <laughs> like, cause cartoons don't really work at that speed anymore. I don't want different voices, either. Like they It would be the be same. Well, they're all, they're all still very I, much... True. They're still ingrained. Working. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, they're even more famous than they were now than they I, were then. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah it's weird with Powerpuff coming back. Uh, it's got a different feel to it, but it's still like its own thing, which is good. Yeah, but I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's always a like weird line to like dance with yeah. these reboots. Well, and something like Powerpuff Girls, the original didn't feel dated almost ever. It felt yeah. like its own sort thing. of thing World in time. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, this is so pop culture driven. Oh, it's all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, I don't know if WB really has a whole lot of good stuff to like reference from the last like 10 to 15 Ugh. years. Yeah. It would just uh, be them making fun of the DCU every episode. Yeah. <laughs> or just doing Dark Knight references constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. It's like, remember Batman? The only thing that you guys like recently? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, Justice League is going to be so bad. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. It's Wonder Woman's going to be great. Yeah. It's yeah. too bad that the posters, the design on the poster is really cool because it, it keeps... The coexist. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. The coexist sign. I but with the... It, man, those... The, like, the face, the like harsh-lit faces one. Yeah, man. Yeah. That poster is beautiful, and it keeps almost tricking me into being excited for the movie. Uh, DC, I have described it, for a very long time. I got, I learned my lesson when New 52 came out and they ruined their uh, comic universe. Uh, I knew they that... They can't help themselves. No, they can't. Uh, they're an abusive uh, partner to me and yeah. I, can't, I can't keep going back. Um, they keep yeah, saying, we're going to change. Stop it. We're going to change. Listen, yeah. like this trailer for uh, Superman Returns is going to be great. Right. Uh, oh, have hope. Yeah. No, nope. no, no, no. You're back to just treating me like shit. Right. I've been hurt before. Yeah. And there's no indication I won't be hurt again. But yeah. then, like that one time we exper we experiment with women, it goes great. Uh, yeah. But we go yeah. back to men, and men are shit. Yeah. Men yeah. have ruined everything in the DCU. Uh, oh, thank God for Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. it's great. 
I also have another Wonder Woman piece to put out here. That's <gasps> Hurry up. Fill I'll show walls. it to you after. Oh, I'll show it to you after. People um, listening can't can't see the treasure trove of nerd art. And they never trove. will. And they never, and they never will. will. You're not invited. <laughs> Unless they follow you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they yes. follow me on Instagram. Which I highly recommend. Oh, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I assume I'm mostly spam online. <laughs> uh, my father was a spam bot. Uh, yeah, no. That I've always explained so much. I've always joked that people will know if I ever go missing or die, that I like their news feed will empty of like updates uh, for the most part. And they'll like, just John, be, are you okay? Where's John? Does he not have internet? Oh, he's got to be dead. Uh, Is John okay? He hasn't bought a, a print. I know. In the past. Four hours. <laughs> Listen, I get those messages from like credit card companies. They're just like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Because we've been waiting for something to happen. We've had no suspicious activity. <laughs> Do you have any now. Animaniacs art? Uh, no. I just have a pin. That's a good pin. Um, Heather's got a pin. Again. I've got a pin. It's a vintage have... one too. This Ooh. one I bought off eBay. Somebody. Yeah. I have uh, nice. I have cousins who have a <clears throat> very large Animaniacs cookie jar. Ooh. Yes. And I, you can go to my Instagram and go back to like <laughs> two Thanksgivings ago and you can see a photo of it. I'm obsessed Do it, guys. With it. It's Do impressive. It. Uh, Gina Ippolito has mm-hmm. like, she, she made it. And that Animaniacs print is ridiculous that she made. Yeah, she she painted an Animaniacs. Oh, that's right. She's she painted, such a she's she, a great artist. She painted yeah. a lot of the uh, art on her walls. All yeah. of her art, I think, is pretty yeah. much hers. Yeah. Uh, I wanted her. To, Super I want. Cool. I like the first time I went over there for like a Thanksgiving. Ironically, uh-huh. I'm just like, can I buy this? <laughs> Uh, which I should have known I had a problem at that point. Yeah. Um, I wonder. I had a Yakko stuffed animal. Ooh. I feel like I may have at one point, too. Yeah, I wonder if it's in a bag in a storage closet in my dad's house. The only one I kept was Roger Rabbit. That's mm. the only stuffed mm. animal I still That's have. We, we, keep, we keep a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I got I to see if I can find it. I loved it so much. I do have a single pog. <laughs> Animaniacs pog. <laughs> that is the most 90s pog in the world. Yeah. How can you get more 90s than that? Yeah. Uh, I think all my pogs are gone, but I do have an ET stuffed animal. Ooh. Oh, was it the one that was like fake leather? Yeah. Oh my god, we had it too. And, Everybody did. And <laughs> we kept all of our like stuffed animals that weren't the ones that like you'd sleep with at night. Yeah. In in our basement, which was flooded. First of all, yes. I assume. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, uh, basement in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an unfinished basement that we were trying to like pass off as another room in the house. So there was like a desk and like an old couch that that it's had very just been 90s. moved down. Yeah, that happened with every house in the nineties. Yeah, a rug yeah. on a on a disgusting <laughs> cement floor, uh, an area rug on a cement floor. No and, drywall. And just like yeah, yeah, and yeah. pipes everywhere. You see the and, studs and and, yeah. uh, and a fridge. Yeah, and, it's and a random a, fridge that's down there too. Yes, yes, one fridge <laughs> and a bookcase doing a poor job of hiding uh, the washer and dryer. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> the trash case because yeah. it just had a bunch of random shit in it. Yeah, and in the far corner was Dad's tools. Yes, uh, yes, but uh, we had a a pile of stuffed animals. That would live on that couch down there that <clears throat> could be brought out to play with if it was time. But because it was in the basement and that ET with its leathery little face was oh, poking God. out of it, I was so 
scared of it. Yeah, no, it's a creepy little doll, and yeah. I'm so I'm so glad my mom kept that instead of getting rid of all of my you know Beast Wars Transformers, which are gone somewhere. Oh, no. Fuck no. I don't uh, like talking about that. E.T. Uh, E.T. feels like a character they designed not realizing there would be merch. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Because oh, they were like, boy, why? Make this disgusting, gangly thing for Yeah. Kids. But we still all fucking bought it, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we love the movie, but it's like, oh, I had like a little plastic We only have this figure. ugly little guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, cuddle? Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, I liked the movie. I hated the merch. <laughs> I hated it. I like don't remember gross, the movie and he's at all. He's an actual alien. I don't want him in my room. <laughs> he looks like a chewed up Tootsie Pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like very weird. Yeah. It's just like uh, this will be a stuffed animal that everyone there's will nothing, hunt. <laughs> there's nothing appealing about a character design that's 90% neck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless it's a giraffe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Even <laughs> that's that, a though, stretch. I'd be like, tone it down. Yeah. A stretch? Yes. Yay. And on that note, on that note <laughs> we did it. Heather Woodward. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Uh, always delightful, especially when talking about something that you love, <laughs> obviously. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, How was this to revisit? A dream. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I'll put this on in the background any day of the week. I Hell love yeah. it. Who would you cast in the live action adaptation? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Whoa. Which was an old segment that we used to do for this. Oh, gosh. Uh, which got very weird. I quickly. hate this segment because yeah. it makes me picture what it would look like if yeah. you tried to adapt Which, it. Going back to my Halloween problems. Yes. Yeah, we do not need to do this. Although, here's a confession I'll make. Okay. I, I was so obsessed with the Animaniacs and with musical theater and all that. And I that from it, as far back as I can remember, I would put on musicals, put on the records if it was a record we had, or put on the cassette tape or whatever. And like like alone in my room I, when I was little it started with my sister but then it merged to me being alone I, we had like a costume collection in my house because uh, my, my parents would sometimes costume productions and I would like steal some of the costumes and like full on perform musicals alone in my room <laughs> um, and so when I got that Animaniac CD I completely cooked up in my head what a review of just this music would look like on stage, and I, and for um, so I remember you've this. You've already thought about a live action Animaniacs, basically. basically it sounds like a spank. There was, <laughs> oh my god, there. Um, Why don't you? <laughs> well, I I wouldn't want to do somebody else's material. Really? I feel like I would have to write. No, just write it, because I mean, Mono made a like a Mario one. Oh yeah, Tragic um, Mushroom Kingdom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weren't you in that? No, I did the poster. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I'll, I'll uh, think on this. Um, <laughs> why uh, not? Yeah, got time. I love Just it. Do it. But yeah, I can remember the skirt. It's this black and white dance rehearsal skirt that I would wear, and I put on my roller skates <laughs> and roller skate around in my room, singing um, uh, Yakko's Universe. Because uh -huh. um, in the in in the segment, they're ice skating in the beginning, and mm -hmm. so the roller skates were my fix on that, nice. that I would get screamed at because roller skates on a second floor bedroom is pretty oh. loud. Yeah. You've got to go into the murder basement for that. Uh, well, never! <laughs> what? That's a hilarious <laughs> audience of one. Specific, like... Like, there goes Heather roller skating while singing cartoon songs again. Belting my face <laughs> off, uh, thinking that because the door was closed, no one could hear me. That's not how rooms work. You were in your own universe. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> you were in your water tower. Ooh. Yeah, that was my water tower. Live action. Oh, oh God, who would it be? You don't need to. Oh. <laughs> it's a horrible question, and it should not be answered. Could for the it most be part. anybody? <coughs> Have to be Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, and, and Jess. I mean, yeah. Harlan? Harness? We'll just do a like adaptation like uh, the Jungle Book, and they'll be animated oh, still. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, no, we should. Why don't people do more Roger Rabbit stuff? Like, I want yeah. more. Because it's hard. Because it's very difficult to yeah. do. Oh, fuck, I don't care. Let's do it. <laughs> also, because Looney Tunes back in action was too big of a hit. Uh, I did and not see that at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody did, apparently. Um, hey, Heather Woodward. Hey, David Cantrell. Uh, do you have anything to plug? No. Uh, That's um, not true. <laughs> every time I'm on yeah. a podcast, I screw this part up. Um, well, first of all, check out my Instagram. Uh, for some Instagram. deep cut uh, Animaniacs merch, go back you have two to go years. back a few years. <laughs> yeah, years. somewhere in there, the dot barrette is is on my Instagram. Uh, Put it up this year when you go back for yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, check out her Instagram. Check out my out. Instagram at um, Woodward Heather. Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just um, wait a couple weeks and you'll be fine. Oh, and I'm uh, I'm at UCB. I perform uh, with the Herald team Yeti. Very funny team. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Most Mondays, the occasional late Thursday, and the occasionally early Friday. So, are uh, you doing Torco or no? Uh, there is no like Torco proper anymore. There's oh. no like group. Oh, uh, God. It's it's they shoot out an email to who's available. A handful <laughs> of us and are like, yeah, anyone want to go to Kansas this weekend? And mm-hmm. it's usually like a. You know what? This is boring. <laughs> uh, uh, no, nobody's on Torco. That's the answer. That's fine. We'll we'll get somebody from UCB here to answer for that. Yes. Please. Um, <laughs> uh, your Instagram's very fun to follow to see Rococo adventures. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, my, my. You guys travel all the time. Yeah, we love each other and we travel well together. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Rococo, my previous Herald team. Uh, check us out. It's a. It's a great team. Very aesthetically pleasing. You guys team. are very just a big family. Yeah. Uh, you guys get along really well and anticipate each other very well. Thanks. Uh, I'm a fan of them. Will Hines is a huge fan of you guys too. Yeah. Yeah, no, he talks you guys up all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he now coaches. Wait, right? Oh yeah, now he coaches Yeti. Yeah, that's right. I oh. got him. You got him. <laughs> oh, I'll cross promote if you haven't listened to the. Um, Screw it. We're just going to talk about the Beatles podcast. Yeah. I'm a I'm a recurring host on that or co guest. I guess I'm a guest, and right? Then, yeah. But then didn't you co-host once? I did. Ho- <clears throat> I did host one episode. I hosted the All Lady episode, but um, so you're but an honorary co-host. Yeah yeah. 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 I don't know if I I overstepped. Listen, we're going <laughs> to steal. Listen, you're really Yoko. <laughs> yeah, I'm the Yoko of that podcast. No, it's Will Hines's podcast. It's literally just us. Go in for the first season album by album, talking about the Beatles and just loving on them hard and 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 telling stories we know and facts we know and often getting things wrong and then that's like realizing we got them wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that's a podcast. podcast right there. Lots of bits and things. And then the second season is is more in depth topics and the live show and instruments and stuff. It's Which great. Is awesome. Will just went overseas to like record in Abbey Road. Yeah, yeah, he was there doing some improv workshops and on a whim shot out an email that was like, hey, if I rented Abbey Road for a day, <laughs> should I do the podcast there? And everybody was like, yeah, man, do that. And he did. He filled out an online form 
And so crazy. You <laughs> can just rent a day in Abbey Road. So he sh- he recorded. <clears throat> they gave him a, a engineer and. That's he, awesome. He recorded. He wasn't in the big room, but but he Dreams was come there. True. Dreams yeah. come true. Yeah, that's fucking cool. That's awesome, David. What do you have to plug? Oh boy, you should also follow me on Instagram. Have I plugged that before? I don't know if I have. Uh, probably. Uh, you definitely should. You're an yeah. illustrator. Yeah. Yeah. At if David Cantrowitz. Daily drawings. Yeah. I Which are great. Random. So random mm. word drawings. <laughs> is where I post those regularly, and then I summarize them as a weekly slideshow on Instagram. Yes. They're uh, wonderful. Also, because you. you get caught up sometimes because you run behind. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm behind on posting. I'm finally all caught up uh, with with the blog. I don't post them every week. That's boring. This is boring. No, it's follow, not. Me, uh, follow me on the internet, you guys. Shut up. They're good. Hey, uh, also, there'll be a like picture-a-day calendar eventually. Which Something. I, made the jo- I, wanna, I, I keep pushing you to make a book or this past week to make a picture-a-day calendar. Yeah, um, I'll do it. Yeah. Whatever. Who, the, who cares? They're just talk to, to Will Hines. He's self-published. That's oh, true. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, true. Just make an e-book. Or a real book like he did, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I keep forgetting I bought one of those. Also, uh, check out Will Hines' book. Yeah, we're here to plug <laughs> Will Hines. Uh, yeah. how to also, be check out his now defunct uh, podcast. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Don't, get me, Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah it's good. They apparently thanked me every episode. Yes, yeah, they did. Real sweet. So um, it feels like I'm a part of that podcast. I also <laughs> feel like a piece of shit because we thanked you once uh, for you doing the. Oh yeah, what I. Uh, but I got you back. I put you on the podcast, so That's you're a co-host thanks. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I felt really bad, so I'm just like, <laughs> you're the new co-host. <laughs> um, I have not thanked uh, Minzwi and Greg for making the theme song though. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks I've, guys. I've thanked them, but I haven't. Brought them on to be guests or co-hosts. Wow. Well, they're deeply unpleasant people. So. Yeah, no, yeah. Minzwi is a monster. Yes, um, but he, he'll be on for something because he is a cartoon, yeah. uh, <laughs> and Greg will be on for something too. But yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for this having great. me. It's one of my favorite cartoons. Thank you yeah. for listening. Um, thank you for listening. And if you want to come back for another <laughs> of Animaniacs, hell yeah, next yeah, ten, yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, whenever we can't like, just let's not find a guest. It's just like, just bring Heather. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or you just keep asking like, hey, when are you guys recording again? Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 I'll do it. It'll be perfect. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening, everybody. It was uh, really nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you all. I uh, wish you the best. You guys should hang out after this. All right. Feel like you'll no, hit it off. All right. All right. No. Nope. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, bye. 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 What's a creative podcast network?